Welcome to Coaching Through Cancer, a show for partners, spouses, friends, and family of those fighting cancer. Daryl Taylor is a certified coach, a widower, and father. He knows firsthand the struggles that spouses and families go through after a cancer diagnosis. If you're in the battle of your life, you are not alone. This is the place for you. Hello and welcome to Coaching Through Cancer, podcast for the partners, spouses, friends, and family of those fighting cancer. In this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about information overload. Like most of us, uh, life can feel a little overwhelming at times. Maybe you've got a packed schedule, you've got conflicting schedules, you're missing events that throw a wrench into your plans, you've got too many tasks, too little time. A project that's missing key information and it ends up taking longer. As I'm working on this podcast, I feel like I'm swatting flies, right? I've got a lot going on too. Really, the sensation of overwhelm is akin to information overload, right? Information overload is a common feature in the interconnected age where every social media platform is offering fitness, business, spiritual, relationship, financial advice. And it's like drinking water from a fire hose, right? So much of that information is also questionable, right? Same thing happens with a cancer diagnosis, right? You run into people who, you know, well-intentioned enough, offer you remedies that are anything from homemade to secret. People will tell you that chemo's no good. They'll tell you not to eat sugar, go keto. They'll tell you there's special essential oils that you should use that they heard of a clinic called trial someplace where people are getting better or even cured or that there's a special doctor in Mexico or South America that everyone is going to see or there's a shaman in Los Angeles that you have to see that if you just process your emotions the disease will resolve itself all of this can be more than a little overwhelming when you're terrified Right, And you're desperate for something, anything that will make things normal again. And it makes the journey that much tougher. So a couple of observations. One is from the patient and family perspective, right? The diagnosis is a shock, right? A complete punch in the gut. Your head is spinning and you suspect everything and anything already, right? Food, places you've lived, EMFs, smog, etc., etc., right? In our case, Alina was initially diagnosed with stage 3 breast cancer. And this is in spite of, like, regular checkups. It just didn't get caught. So it's such a shock when it happens that you're craving a cure that's almost as immediate as the diagnosis, right? I think the other observation is that as a member of the general public, you have such a passing knowledge, if any, about medicine, about biology, right? About all of the complexities of the medical system delivery, about standards of care, Um, God, you know, even if your doctor is a good doctor, it's hard to find out. Is there a a rating system like you have a rating system for restaurants, right? I mean, it it, it seems like you should have that. It it does exist, but 
again, the point is, is that it's very hard to know um, what you're getting as a standard of care or options or information as compared to other people. And it leaves you wondering all the time, right? And it just makes your head spin. So, and, and again, I don't mean anything against the people who offer all of that additional information. I, I do believe that most of those folks are sincerely trying to help. But for the patient and for the folks in their immediate vicinity that are caring for them, you know, it leaves you feeling like you're not doing enough. You're not doing it right. You know, and, and God forbid that someone abandon a treatment plan that might be an actual good treatment plan out of desperation for some miracle cure. And God forbid that because of information overload and analysis paralysis, someone doesn't make a choice that could have given them a better outcome. So as a patient and as a supporter of that patient, you have to get educated quickly and make decisions that you feel good about based on the information that you receive and not based on fear or confusion. You really have to work as a team and take an active role in your care, right? Ask a lot of questions of the doctor. Get second opinions, right? Do some research. Um, meditate. Pray on your decisions. But you have to own it and not let someone else, no matter how well-intentioned, scare you into a decision or out of a decision, right? So... It can be useful to take in these options, but I do encourage you to do it from a place of contemplation, right? I mean, this disease and the whole process of going through it is so scary, so terrifying, right? That it, it, it only makes sense that you're going to look for something for anything. Um, that is part of that journey. But... Don't allow the information overload and the fear to paralyze you in such a way that you can't find some joy, that you can't find some good, and you can't find some gratitude, and have some ease about the decisions you've made and about the care that you're receiving and about the doctors that you're seeing, right? So, again, I appreciate you listening in on this episode, and if... Uh, you want to talk more, you can reach me at Daryl at Coaching You Through. That's Coaching You with the letter U through.com. I'm on Instagram at Coaching You Through. And uh, as always, I'd love to hear from you. Want to hear your stories and your advice, and would love to share that with the community. Thanks. Thank you for joining us. Share this episode with friends, families, and others in the fight. We'd love to hear from you. What's your story? What are your thoughts, experiences, and what would you like to hear discussed? Reach out at www.coachingyouthrough.com. That's coachingyouthrough, with the letter U, dot com.